This is It Was a Thing on TV. Spoiler number one is Dr. Lee Franz. It stinks. What is going on? <laughs> what is going on? Episode 33, Submission 414, The $50,000 Pyramid. Original episodes of The $50,000 Pyramid aired in syndication from January 26th of 1981 to June 5th of 1981, with reruns continuing through September 4th of 1981. This is The $50,000 Pyramid. Today's special guests are Susan Richardson and Ross Martin. Your host is Dick Clark. Thank you very much. $50,000 pyramid time on a Friday. Okay, so if you talk about the pyramid, people love to talk about the $10,000 pyramid. People love to talk about the various in- intonations of the $25,000 pyramid. People can't stop talking about Michael Strahan for some reason. And, uh, and there's even a quarter of the interweb where you can go and talk about the uh, few weeks in 1979 where you have the junior partner pyramid with Jimmy Bayo as a celebrity. Jimmy Who doesn't Bayo. love Jimmy Bayo? He did soap and I think that's about <laughs> it. That's about uh, it. Well, well, no, he he was in that, no, no, he was in that one Bad News Bears movie, but that was it. <laughs> By the way, it's a TV verse. It's a future entry. Just saying. Yes, it is. So the $50,000 pyramid was... It was wedged between the $20,000 pyramid, which ended in June of 1980, and the new $25,000 pyramid, which was on CBS. That didn't premiere till September of 1982. So this is your pyramid fix in between those two great times. And... It was, it was a fix, all right. It, it, it was, yeah, it, it was very tough to absorb. Uh, this is not the pyramid that you loved in the 70s. This is not the pyramid you loved starting in 1982. This was like pyramid uh, turned topsy-turvy on its head. Yeah, there's a reason why we never talk about this. Yeah, uh, the game itself is pyramid. Okay, the, the, the game itself is pyramid there's been no changes to it you still have a little pyramid with the categories and you give clues and you've got the winner's circle and if you go up the winner's circle you know doing all the the categories and whatnot you win so that hasn't changed but that's like the only thing that hasn't changed so what's changed where should we start oh boy uh, the the, the uh, we'll start with the fact that in this version, the clock counted upwards, not downwards. It didn't go from 30 seconds down to zero. It went from zero up to 30. Why? There's a, well, that's a good question. There, there is a purpose to it, uh, which uh, I'm going to get to right now. Uh, there was actually something called the player of the week. And what the player of the week was, was the person who did... Any round uh, in the preliminary part of the game, not the winner's circle, the fastest, they won generally a trip or a prize of some sort. So whoever had the, so whoever had the fastest time in, 
any round in the main game, they were the, the player of the week, the score to beat or the time to beat. And I would guess that counting upwards made determining who uh, was the player of the week at that point, the fastest time, made it that much easier because subtracting a number from 30 is so difficult. Math skills. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're sometimes very tough. I mean, you're talking about two-digit numbers there. That could be very confusing, you know, carrying the one and and, and borrowing the, the one from the one decimal from the... Yeah, that could be very difficult. Easy for the math teacher to say. <laughs> but the game played just like Pyramid otherwise, except there were no bonus cards like a 7-Eleven or a, a, a Big 7 or, or Mystery 7 like the other versions of pyramids had. So you played the main game, you played your six categories, whoever had the highest score after three rounds went to the winner circle to play for the big money. Well, well, it, no, it, it, it was, what? it was money. It wasn't, it, it was smaller money in comparison to the, to the seventies version. So you, you played the winner circle, but it was for $5,000. The first time you went up there, and a total of 10,000, not uh, 10,000 in addition. The way I read it, and knowing Bob Stewart, this is the way it would be done. Your total amount of winnings would be augmented to $10,000. So you'd actually win, you know, whatever, like $4,000 more or $4,500 more or $5,000 more. So you didn't really win that as a bonus. You, 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 your score was augmented to that total. Oh. So why is it called the $50,000 pyramid? Yeah, why is it called the $50,000 pyramid then? Well, that's a, that's a good question. This sounds like the birth of the $100,000 tournament, which would be used in the later 80s. It wasn't based on how much you won at the winner's circle. Oh, and by the way, there were no returning champions. So you played your show, your, your two halves of the show, you're gone. They bring on two new players. So, oh. so there's one downer right there. You're on for only one show, and then you're gone, and you're playing with these convoluted rules. But so what they did, it wasn't based on who climbed the winner's circle pyramid fastest, like in the 80s version. No, 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 no. What happened was the eight past players of the week competed over the course of a week. So it wasn't based on how high you went on the pyramid or how fast you went at the pyramid. No, it was based on, did you have the fastest time in one round of the main game? Whoever had the fastest time uh, in the main game, win or lose, that is your, quote, player of the week. And that's your tournament player. So this could be a person who had one really lucky round, got it done in 18 seconds, and could have blown everything else in their episode, they could be in this tournament with absolutely zero money, nothing to their name, but they're playing for $50,000 because they were the fastest player in a round in that week. That's terrible. That's terrible on top of terrible. Wait until you hear how the, the tournament was played. Oh. This is this is again complex and terrible. So you had eight players in the tournament. 
on Monday and Tuesday of that week, you had four players playing uh, each day. You had players one, two, three, four, let's say, in the Monday game, players five, six, seven, eight in day two. So each player only played one half of a show. And the winner of each of those games would go to a semifinal game that would be played on Wednesday and Thursday. But also, you only played the pyramid for $5,000 at this point. So you could win $5,000, but again, you could get skunked or, or win only a couple hundred dollars. But you're advancing to the Wednesday and Thursday show where the two semifinalists each played two games against each other. So you have, the uh, like, for example, let's say the winner of Game 1 and Game 2 versus the winner of Game 7 and Game 8. They would play the Wednesday episode, and then the other two people would play the Thursday episode to figure out who would come back and play for the $50,000 proper. And again, the winner's circle is worth $5,000 for the first try, $10,000 uh, for the second try, just like uh, the regular gameplay. But now here's where it gets crazy. We talked about the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday episodes. What are we doing on Friday? Yeah, what are we doing Friday? That's a great okay. question. The losing contestants from the semifinal games com- uh, played in a wild card match. So if you were a loser on Wednesday or Thursday, you came back Friday to earn a spot for the the, the, the next week for the the $50,000 tournament. You're going to need like a roadmap for this, I think. Yeah. So, so, so they play. So the, the Wednesday loser played the Thursday loser on Friday and whoever won that day by getting the most money would join the, uh, the two winners from Wednesday and Thursday playing for $50,000. And the way this happened, you had the two finalists playing in the first half of the show. And if the winner's circle wasn't won, then the loser of round of game one would sit out and that third player would come in and play the second half of the game. Okay, and now it's kind of starting to make sense? This is starting, it's, you can see how it's sort of... Yeah, I'm seeing where... You can see how it's turning into the... The blob is starting to form like... Uh, crystalline prism shape, another math term that Mike would well, get, but nobody else would. Well, well, you can see how this is sort of like the the genesis of the hundred thousand dollar pyramid tournament. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's the basis of that tournament here. But uh, and and again, if you win the winner circle starting on that second Monday, you win the fifty thousand dollars. Tournament's done. But if not. The uh, the loser in that first game got replaced by the third player. So this kept going until there was a winner? Yeah, this kept going until there was a winner. So if you had players one and two in game one, let's say uh, player one, one, player three would replace player two in the second half of the game. And whoever won that, as long as they didn't get to the winner's circle, they would stick around for the first game on the next episode and the person who sat out the second game would go in. Yeah, so so you'd have basically these three people rotating in and out. Um, Until and somebody thing, won something. And the thing is, everybody plays at least once a day, which is good. 
But also at the same time, if you got somebody who's killing it in the main game, you could have player one versus player two in the first half of the game, then player one versus player three in the second half, and then repeat that over and over again. If player one is like really great at the main game, but totally sucks at the winner's circle. So yeah, win the winner's circle, you get $50,000, yay, tournament's done. And given how long this show ran, looks like they did maybe two, maybe three tournaments at most. I think they did three. Sounds, yeah. sounds like they would have done three, yeah. Uh, well, if you look at it, we said January 26th of 81 to June 5th of 81. So that would be about, eh, about four and a half months. So let's say that's about, no, that'd be like about 18 weeks or so. Well, maybe a little bit longer, maybe 20 weeks. They may have only done two tournaments. Mm. Because think about it. You have to get the eight uh, winners of the week. And then let's say each tournament week ran two weeks. That's 10 weeks. Double it would be 20. And that, that would be just about the, the length that uh, the $50,000 pyramid ran. Okay. Then the, the math works out then. So It, it does, yes. Well, there's not much you can talk about pyramid outside of those stupid changes. Yeah, we couldn't even, we can't even find a list of people who are actually on the show, which is weird. No, uh, wait, 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 wait. Chris hold Lane on. on his old site probably does. Yeah, hold on, hold Let on. Let me go. Oh hold my up. God, are we are we doing are we doing a postscript? Yeah, we might be doing a postscript. Hold okay, up. Okay, here we go. Here we go. So there were 19 weeks of shows. That tells me two tournaments. And uh, we've got, just going down the list here, Dee Dee Khan and Brian Patrick Clark, Shelly Smith and Nipsey Russell, Anita Gillette and Soupy Sales, Joanne Worley and Sal Viscuso, Rita Moreno and Jay Johnson, Adrian Barbeau and LeVar Burton, Ann Mira and John Gabriel, Elaine Joyce and Tony Randall, uh, then for your uh, your tournament, it looks like for Joanne Worley and Fred Grandy, Joanne Worley and Soupy Sales. Then um, let's see here. Then you've got Joanna Gleason, Robert Mandan, Susan Richardson, Ross Martin, Dee Dee Khan, Robert Mandan, Donna Mills and Ken Kerchival, Constance McCashin and Greg Morris, Lois Nettleton and Lavar Burton. D.D. Khan, Nipsey Russell, then uh, looks like the last two weeks, which probably constitute the entire tournament, is Anita Gillette and Grant Goodeve. So, so you're basically looking at the usual pyramid suspects. Uh, to an extent. I, 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 I don't know how often that some of these people played pyramid in the 70s. Uh, LeVar Burton, I don't know if he did. I know he did in the 80s, obviously, but... Obviously, in the 80s, but, but, but in the 70s, 70s, he would just be coming up thanks to uh, Roots on yeah, ABC. Yeah, he's probably living high on the popularity of, of Roots, so he probably didn't do Pyramid back, back then. But uh, you see Elaine Joyce, Tony Randall, Joanne Worley, uh, Fred Grandy. I don't know how much, again, he did in uh, Pyramid in the 70s, but... Um, he obviously did some of it in the 80s. Uh, Robert, Sales, Mandan, 
Robert Mandan, definitely. You know, what the, I, I'm actually looking at this. I see a big commonality here. What is with all... all the? Were you going to say it? I was about to say that's a lot of ABC talent. Not just ABC. Yeah. Not just ABC. A lot of soap. Sal Viscuso, Jay Johnson, Robert Mandan. I mean, I, I mean, that's only three celebrities, and, and, but that's a lot of soap right there. And, and I mean, that's not counting Billy Crystal, even though he didn't do this version. And, and if you want to be technical, you could count Dee Dee Khan in there because she was on Benson. She mm-hmm. was, yeah. yeah she she well, was. Well, she wouldn't be on Benson for another uh, couple of years or so. But but she no, was but she was on Benson. She was on Benson by eighty one. She was soap adjacent, let's say. Yeah. But then, yeah, Susan Richardson, uh, I, I think, may have done uh, Pyramid in the 70s, the, the, the $20,000 version. Uh, pretty sure she didn't do it in the, the, the $25,000 version in the 80s. Ross Martin, I'm sure, definitely did. Ken Kerchival, I know, did the $25,000 Pyramid, uh, the CBS version. Uh, Constance McCashin, I know, did the CBS version. Lois and, Nettleton, Lois Nettleton did like every version of Pyramid, so that doesn't go. So, so that goes without saying. Uh, Nipsey Russell did obviously Nipsey Russell. That's all we need to say. And Anita Gillette that, again. That's all we need to say right there. Those are people cor- who played like every Pyramid. And correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't cast Constance McCashin a contestant on Pyramid before she was a celebrity? I believe she I, was. I think she was. Yeah. Constance McCashin was seen on the $20,000 pyramid as a contestant. $20,000. So, so she was a... That would make 000. more sense. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense than what uh, Wiki says, which is why we can't exactly trust Wiki. So yeah, she was truth on... Truth by consensus, yes. Faulty truth by consensus, Wikipedia, is wrong. So yes, uh, Constance McCashin was on during the $20,000 era back in the, the 70s. All right then. So yeah, just, so yeah, taking a look at the celebrities, like everybody had experience on the uh, on the seventies version. Though a couple people sort of cut their teeth on this version. Like I said, I, I don't think Levar Burton was on the seventies version. Um, Joanna Gleason, I don't, I don't think she ever did Pyramid either before or after because. I'm just thinking that maybe she was somehow bound to NBC, so she did Password Plus instead because she's been on a, a number of weeks, including the the Hello Larry week. And she was on the final week of Chain Reaction. She was on the final week of Chain Reaction too, right? So, yeah, I, I just wonder, yeah, if yeah, Joanna Gleason must. Uh, I, I don't think she, she's done either version. This might be the only version she did. Uh, plus, also, I know at least in this area, the $50,000 pyramid aired along with, I, I don't know if it was before or after, Let's Make a Deal, the Canadian version. So That would actually make sense because Let's Make a Deal was uh, actually running concurrent in that time period. More or less, yes. 
uh, Tony Randall did all that. I know Jay Johnson was on the ABC version, and he did uh, $25,000 Pyramid. Rita Moreno's done it all. Uh, she, she was on. Th- she's on the re- she's on the Strahan version. Recently. That's what I was just going to say. She's been on the Strahan version, so she's done literally like every version outside of maybe the GSN version from like eight years ago. Shelly Smith. I don't know if Shelly Smith was on the ABC version, the the twenty thousand dollar pyramid, but she sure as heck was on the the twenty five thousand dollar version on CBS. You truly have a lot of pyramid players here. Uh, great pyramid players at that. I mean, the only names that don't really ring a bell for being pyramid players are John Gabriel. And um, I don't remember Brian Patrick Clark playing much pyramid. I mean, he he was definitely a thing. He did game shows. He did match game and match game PM back in the eighties. And actually I think he was the, uh, the winning answer on uh, match game. PM where Jack Klugman went all goofy, where he spun oh. the wheel and knocked down. Yeah, the, he he was the the the, the super match uh, uh, celebrity there. Oh, uh, Donna Mills. I don't, did Donna Mills do much pyramid? I don't think so. I don't think well, so. And, and Susan we, Richards, we, we said already. Yeah. Well, I I would think is. Knott's Landing was CBS, wasn't it? Yeah, Knott's Landing yeah. was CBS, and it would have just been starting. Yeah, because, no, well, Knott's Landing started in 79, so it would have been on for a good two years at this point. Well, also, she's on, but, but also, she was on the week with Ken Kerchival, who was on Dallas, so that makes sense. That, that at least you got the, the original show and the spinoff, if you will. That's true. Okay. Uh, Greg Morris was Greg Morris on a uh, pyramid back in the I day. I don't know if to... he I don't know if he was ever on pyramid, but I do know he did make the rounds when oh. he was doing Mission Impossible. Oh yeah, he he definitely was. On him pet. and his son, him him and his son were both on Match Game. Yes, they were. Uh, but yeah, he also Greg Morris. He did Password Plus. Oh, he did a lot of Password Plus. He was on Match Game, obviously. I thought you might bring up Jackie Childs since you're talking about uh, Greg Morris's oh. son. <laughs> oh, I, I, I would have loved, yeah, I would have loved to have brought that up. Seeing I bring up Matt McCoy's Lloyd Braun all the time. IMDb is saying this, and I trust IMDb more than I do Wikipedia. It's showing that the only week of Pyramid that Greg Morris did was this week. Mm. Okay. But yeah, he, I mean, he did uh, ma- uh, Match Game PM, he did Match Game 73, Tattletales, Crosswit, Celebrity Bowling, Stumpers. Oh, there's another. Hey, oh, wait, no, we have added Stumpers to the list. Okay. Uh, Break the Bank in 76, Hollywood Squares, Show Offs, You Don't Say, the seven, well, both the 75 version and the original version back in the 60s. All Star Baffle, It's Your Bet. So he's done plenty of shows. But yeah, this is the only week of pyramid he ever did. Never did ten thousand or twenty thousand. Never did twenty five thousand. But he did the fifty thousand dollar pyramid. Interesting, but also again, I mean, the number of times he did password plus, it's not surprising he'd be doing something like pyramid, which is similar but different to, to password plus. Okay. So now we have formal closure. We, we've talked about the celebrities, but there's more. There's Isn't more? There, 
There's more. Isn't there, Greg? Yes, Mike, because, in fact, this, as we teased in the Bill Cullen Centennial, this, this was the last version of Pyramid, at least until the recent Michael Strahan version of the $100,000 Pyramid that taped in New York City. The end of an era of sorts. Yeah. Yeah, and an end of an era for the game show was going back to the 50s, taping primarily in New York. And now the show's done. Richard Bay was a contestant? <laughs> what? Richard Bay? Richard Bay? As in as the running in, gag of talk soup back in as, the day? As, as in him. IMDB says he was a contestant in 1974. But thankfully, th- this, this abomination, and I say that the nicest way possible, this abomination lasted four and a half months, went on hiatus, yeah, we'll say hiatus, for about a year, and then came back to CBS Daytime, and the rest is history. Yeah. And it really is, yes. Uh, and, and again, this is the redheaded stepchild of Pyramid nobody wants to talk about, or nobody really does talk about. But you know what? We talk about it. And do you know why we talk about it? Because while you have the $10,000 version, any version with Dick Clark is classic. And even Do- even Donny Osmond and Mike Richards had some redeeming moments. And John Davidson, too. And Michael Strahan's Pyramid is a classic of the making. But the $50,000 Pyramid from 1981... Oi. It was just a thing on TV. Indeed. And I promise, and I'm looking at the schedule right now, I promise that next week's episodes will be far less complex and will take far less time to explain than the, uh, yeah, than, the, than what we just went through. Holy cow. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, one episode in particular. I'm, I'm just so happy to talk about. Finally. Oh, uh, yo, oh, oh, yes. oh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that one. And, and, and this one, uh, I'm going to, I, I, I'm going to mention uh, a communication that we had maybe about three weeks ago. Somebody sent uh, us a message saying, love your podcast. I want you to cover these three things uh, if it's not already on your list. And this person mentioned the three things. Two of them are, are on our list and one was later added. But one of those two things is coming up next week. And this is a show I know Craig has been dying to talk about for yeah, basically this, since the beginning. This is definitely, well, the, one of the episodes is definitely going to be a Greg episode. It's going to be an everybody episode mm-hmm. because, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I thoroughly I mean, enjoy it as well, but so this, is one, this is a topic that Greg really, really, really wanted to talk about. Is this the second episode we're talking about? No, no it's not the, the first episode. Oh, okay, yeah, the first, yeah, the first episode. I'm definitely excited about. Oh, yeah, yes. but I the second, you. yeah, but the second episode. Oh, oh man, this has just been uh, brought to our attention. 
No, I think it's been just been brought to your attention. Oh, my attention, yeah. And I'm fascinated by this second topic we're going to discuss next week. Yes, so be here for those episodes. As always, you can find us at www.itwasathingontv.com. You'll find all our social media links there. You'll find all the past episodes. You'll find everything about the podcast there. Uh, As always, please, we encourage you, please rate and review, like and subscribe. And don't forget to share, because as we love to say around here, sharing is caring. Yes, it is. So until next week, when we have those two great episodes that we can't wait to do, please have a great rest of the week. Thank you very much for listening. Good night. 15 to 11, Elaine, you need 16 points. You have the screen. Do you wish to keep it that way? Is that okay? Sure. Okay. He's a very nice person. He'll do anything. Absolutely. in his ear, he'll do anything you ask him to. Sure. Ross, he's going to describe these French and English people. Uh-huh. Let me just look uh-huh. at this again. Uh, this does not mean they're a combination, I might add. They might well be, but that not isn't the essence of it. 15 to 11, you need five out of seven. So if you get stuck on one, you can just throw it away and go on to another. Let me repeat it. These people, and I believe as I look over the list, they mean these people are either English or they are French. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean they have parents of two. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> French and English. Why did I get into this, folks? <laughs> French and English people, you need 16 points. Okay, Ready? Yeah. Go. Um, this is the guy of the Rolling Stones, the lead singer. I the lead singer. I okay, skip past. Uh, this is the guy who wrote Hamlet, Macbeth. Uh, Shakespeare. Um, this is, is the, the woman... first one Mick Jagger. Yes. yes. And this is the woman who uh, was famous, French woman, famous for not Joan of Arc, but the other past. A French woman who was famous, Rosa yeah. Bonheur. No, uh, this is one of the Beatles. He played the drums. Marie Antoinette. Yes, and uh, one of the, the Beatles, Beatles played the drums. Uh, Ringo Starr. Right, and this is the guy who goes underwater, the French guy. He goes uh, underwater. Jacques Cousteau. Right, and... <laughs> that is... <clears throat> That's a classic exchange. If we could just pull that one piece out and not uh-huh. show anybody anymore. You say, he was the drummer with the Beatles. Marie Antoinette. <laughs> and the score is right. <laughs> Needless to say, was the answer from before. Uh,